Hello and welcome to episode 60-60 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. <laughs> Dexterity Fox joined by Jake Punkchef41, as always. Yeah, 60. It's weird, isn't it, when these numbers start racking yeah, up? Yeah, it's, it's strange that you put up me through this long and I haven't been killed yet. Even yeah, though I, no, ha- I, ha- I have done something where he's gone, what's wrong with this audio file? Why is this this? And I think I've access twice. to the Sheffield Wednesday Twitter and then you just put things in lowercase and... And 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 old fashioned smiley faces, and then and then you don't use the hashtag when it's something that could easily just use the hashtag, hashtag. and build up the profile. Yeah, and I'm like, just messaging it's, it's you. Like, going, it's, it's like you're telling me off everything I did on Saturday. Yeah, no, you've, you've 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 done well though, mate. You've done well. Yeah. Uh, you, you're getting because this we are actually recording on a Sunday because. Yes. Uh, so sister's just had another child, so Yay! new little baby boy. We're going to go and see him on the usual podcast day because my schedule's that tight. Basically, now I'm not having a day off this week. If you can't <laughs> the podcast as this, because we're doing it, we're doing it back in our old slot on the Sunday just today. Yep. Um, with all of that, um, because I did work. I unfortunately was working Saturday, which means I missed. I hate, I, 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 I hate I it when it's your, a Saturday work I did day. actually see your tweet and go, what the hell? Because <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, it would be... Because obviously I, obviously I rotate the work days and things like that. It would be this one yeah. that I missed. It's actually really funny. If you follow Dex on Twitter, you'll know when he's on his like, little bit of checking our time because you, you see the inevitable tweet of, oh, okay, here we go. And then you just saw the tweet going, What's this? <laughs> yeah. Well, though, it's because it's just because I was working on Saturday and I looked and it was like, all right, Wednesday kickoff lineups, cool. And it was really busy. It was a manic Saturday. So I was like, mm. okay, let's have a look. And then all of a sudden it was 4 0. And I was like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? What's I think going we're all on? A little bit like that, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because of that situation uh, with the Saturday, I can't. I can't pull myself away from Tuesday night, so I, the, unfortunately, housekeeping. There's no dexterity watch this uh, this Tuesday, guys. Um, apologies if you like the Tuesday routines, but I I I, I can't. He's gonna pull go what? He's gonna one. go watch some football. Let him have a break. He can he can give a, he can give a pitch he can give a pitch updates. How did the pitch look? Where did the I've got crap? The, I've got crap signal in the ground though. You know that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why I never really tweet. And also, as I said. You know, that's, yeah. uh, I never do the night, I never, I never film the night matches usually. That's why I've never done a vlog of a night match because it's usually, but it is getting lighter. So now nah, it'll still be too dark because the camera be quality, because I don't, because I don't take a full DSLR in because one, one of my mates who used to take his camera in, they apparently, he told me that they started getting funny at the ground about that. Yeah. Hang on, uh, you you fill the fill the air for a minute. I've got a sneeze coming. Yeah, they, yeah, they have start getting funny because uh, what they were basically doing. Some of the vloggers were filming the pitch, and then it was getting back to the clubs and then the EFL, and they're saying technically you're copywriting on our stuff, kind of thing because you're showing the map, which you're not because it's not copywritten via thing. Because if they did that, everybody who posted on Twitter, like a picture of a goal or something, or filming the pitch, would get done. But because you've got a pro- proper setup, like a proper camera, you're going, ah, you're making money on it. 
kind of thing because they they think it's a proper kind of thing. You're not really. You know, it's also because and they use the thing of uh, league rights and things like that. It's stupid. Mm. It's stupid. But they will be the first ones to come to you if you end up actually having more followers and could bring business to the club. Yeah. So they'll be the first ones to go, oh, do you want to do do something now? You could actually raise our social platform. So it's just getting on the ground. To be be fair, that's what they did with Dapper at Donny. That's exactly how Dapper got his foot in the door. That's what I'm saying. Like, Clubs need to make. You shouldn't have to build it if you're passionate about your club. You shouldn't. Have, you, your club should be able to get you involved without like all yeah. of that. I've always thought that. You know, if you're passionate and you you want to make high quality content, and if you actually look, there's a lot, there's a lot more clubs doing that now, which is nice to see. It's just I think we're still stuck in that kind of old school way of doing it of Wednesday because I saw Chedno Gamer was at Hillbrook for it supporting Cambridge. Do you not Ch- know Chesno Gamer? Chesno's FIFA player. No. Oh, he was at the game. I know uh, Stephen Tries was at the game. Yes. <laughs> I saw something about that on there, so that's going to be a video soon. Yeah. Um, but that'll, that'll be interesting. Yeah. How you win Anyway. Uh, yeah, as I said, busy. Got to, to miss that 6 Oh, I can't believe I missed the 6 nil. Um... It's been, it's been, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's all a blur at the minute, man. <laughs> Honestly, when you ask me every week now, I'm like, where's the, where's the blur? But it's all right. Yeah, I'm getting into a good little routine of it. Um, a few more weeks to push before we've got this sort of like end of month thing. What about yourself? Yeah. Busy. Um, sorting stuff out with the house again, as per usual, but I'm painting this week, which could go quite fun. So I'm hoping there might be a video of me on the floor uh, because I promised my little and that she'll, I'll paint a bedroom because she'd been asking me for ages and she finally picked the colour. And, and she's pink. the boss. And she's the boss. Of course. I live with two women. They're always going to be the boss. Until yeah, there's another exactly. little little me in male form, I think I'm permanently going to be outnumbered. Yeah, but knowing your look, mate, you're, I know it's, 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 it's lovely either way, but knowing your look, you're getting another girl. Knowing my look, I'll get twins. Yeah, twin girls. And I'd be like, <laughs> can you uh, imagine? How outnumbered would you be? Oh, no, no. That, that, that. Oh, no. Yeah. She's already sarcastic. She turned around to me. What did she turn around to me say this morning? Uh, she came up to me. Excuse me. Who do I talk about about not charging my tablet? Like, um, me? Well, why wasn't it charged? I was like, because I forgot. Well, that's not good enough. You need to go on the step. I was like, uh-oh, I've not woken up yet. It's half six in the morning, McKenna. <laughs> bless, bless. I found a chase pop this week for my nerd friends out there. We just, because oh. we, we, I was nearly late to this podcast because I was I was stomping around a shop and I found the new Batman Oswald Cobblepot chase, but I never find them in the flesh for retail price. And I was like, ah, chase pop. You were, you were just like straight into the basket. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> because cause staff always rob them. And yep, I'm like, why? You know, just let people have them. Because also, people buy them if they don't know them because they think, mm. oh, that'll be worth money. They're not always worth money. At the minute, the chase of that is less than the regular. But I just think it's cool to have in a collection. Yeah. I've not actually seen the film yet, but I've heard it's good. And I actually I quite haven't like... seen it yet, but um, my other half made a good joke. He, he was in Twilight where he was a vampire and now he's a bat. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I've, yeah. It's 
it'll be interesting because I, I'm hearing good things about it. I'm not mm. massively a DC person, but I like I really like Gotham. So yeah. if I really like when they did that TV series. So if it can go along those lines, I know they're doing a Penguin series as well with this Penguin, which is why I was like, that'd be a cool. There's also talk of another game coming out soon. No, there is, there is anyway. We're waiting for the new one. Anyway. Yeah, and I'm you, looking you know forward to that because I, I absolutely loved Arkham Asylum. Should we talk about football? Yep. Timestamp here, boys. Don't yep. forget. <laughs> right. Okay. So one match to talk about this week. Sheffield Wednesday playing Cambridge United. Can't punk talk me through it. I was shell-shocked with how fast we started the game. We just came out the block like a team on a mission. It was so yep. good to see Lee Gregory starting and he was absolutely superb for the entire game. And if Berahino didn't get his goals, he probably would have got man and map because he was really good at pulling the strings. First goal, a ball in by uh, Gregory. Goes in, it's an own goal. Um, the Great player who... as well. It was a good top, finish, actually. Top corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the player who lost the ball to Gregory then put it in his own net. And then Barry Bannon just saw that little pocket of faith when no one took the ball and went, right, that's mine. Give me it here. And does what Barry Bannon does. He is, he don't do tappings, let's be honest. And he's only most goals he's had for the club since he's been here on eight now. He has a cheeky little bet going with Patterson. So whoever wins that got to do money for charity kind of thing. There's a good little atmosphere with the club at the minute. And you're like, right. How many more can we get? Because every time we attacked, we looked threatening. Berahino had a great chance. Binned, turned, good save by the keeper. Second one, he had the same thing. It was identical of what he just did, but just kept it a bit lower and goal. And we said on previous pod when he had uh, Donny that once he starts scoring, his confidence is going to be up. And my God, he'd confidence it up. The corner came in for the fourth. I felt sorry for, I believe it was Gibson, took the shot, had his hands on his head like, yes, I've gone, no. And they go to Berahino. You see Berahino going away in celebration and Gibson's like, oh, Really, mate? Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. But 4 nil up by half time and we were, we were cruising. We really, they really didn't turn up. And it was surprising to me because they gave us such a good game when we played them at their place. Yeah. But we are starting to seem like we're a different animal now because we're getting players coming back who are fit and starting to see that kind of thing. Second half, Byers does his usual, I want in on the goal action. In Again, it's another one that we said before, so glad he's our player because he's really just fitted into that midfield. Name a better midfield three at the moment in League One. And I think everyone's saying that one. We've got the best team in League One on paper. Right. Mm. And that's the thing. It was a lot of it has been about gelling and getting them around and actually getting them to work with the quality we've had. And now we're actually seeing what the quality in this team can yep. bring out in this league. And it just needs to be a case of putting a run together. What I was saying last podcast was I don't really care that well, I'd care obviously we lost against Lincoln. The mm. the point will be to bounce back. We did that. I've said it. I said it. It happened after Rotherham. And we, we put six past Cambridge. It's all yeah. about the bounce back and the mentality in the team to just keep going. And the, uh, you know what? The, people will moan. There was people there was people on social media moaning that, oh, well, we're out of the playoffs anyway. Because we're not technically because we've got games no, in hand. We've got know? games in hand. and Yeah. Carry on. It, it, that whole thing, we've got games in hand. And it's also that other thing that we've got with the way 
we're getting certain players back now because we've seen all this week, Mendes Lang back in training, Winder back in training, Dean back in training, Dunkley back in training. These players are coming back at the right time now. And I also has been on the bench as well for the last like three matches. I also played. He came yeah, on. Well, yeah, but he's been he's yeah. been on the bench as in he's been in that match day uh, squad. Yeah. And and as soon as our defence starts being a bit shaky again, if it does, yeah. you can just bring Iorfa back into it and you've got a refreshed defence. And you the know, thing it's I nice like... To, yeah, go on. The thing it's you, just nice to have the luxury <laughs> of having a player like him to just keep on the bench because we're doing all right, you know? And the nice thing I liked about that fifth goal was how unselfish Saido Berahino was. He could have got his hat-trick earlier and he just lays it off to him because he's in a better position. And that's the sign of a player that knows... The intelligence that I could have the shot and get the glory, but he's in a better position, let's just give it him. And he got yeah. it. He got his hat trick. His first first hat trick in six years, kind of thing, I think, since the premiership I've seen. And he deserved it. He at Premier League. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't saying a thing. Carry we didn't on. have to say anything. I just saw the smirk in the corner of my monitor. <laughs> And he absolutely deserved it. He ran the show. And some people, I've seen some people go, oh, it's only Cambridge, but they're still in the same league of us and they're not a bad little team. They've done quite well considering they just come up. And it was just so nice to see a team buzzing. Once I can't believe Gregory went them not off, a bad little team. Yeah, I'm going to get careful, hate for it. I know, careful. careful. I know. Also, that little team drew with us. I know they did. their place. So, like, people can't say that, right? They're not a little... T- they're not, like... In, ter- in terms that. of... In terms... I, I know I what you mean. Just just, yeah. just move on. Just move on. Um, But the thing, the thing that got me is once we let Gregory come off because he was... He wanted to stay on. He was really upset he was coming off. He was like, I want to be in the goals here. Canberra came on and it changed it. it we lost that kind of momentum. And Canberra did actually stay onside a couple of times, which was nice. He had a little bit of an air shot. But we had uh, Hutch come off as well, who looked like he was carrying a knock. But if I offers coming back fit, I think he just slips, he slips straight into that position yeah. uh, Tuesday night and you just let Hutch have the rest. Palmer didn't play. And I've seen people going, oh, this is why you keep Palmer out. We this is, Palmer's had a very good season. Yeah, Palmer been very good this year and Even scored like from yeah. It's I'm there's a Palmer bias though, right? I'm not saying we know it all. I'm not saying all of that, but like some of the stuff we've said on the podcast recently about Berahino being a confidence player, that sort of thing, about Barry Bannon coming good if you're playing further forward. That's stuff we've been saying for ages, and people have been blah 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 blah. People are always yeah. going to be negative. They're going to go, oh well, this team should be doing this with seventh in the league one, can't it? Blah. I'm I'm fed up of it now, man. Yep. Like we've been saying the stuff that's coming to fruition now for a while because we've tried to look at it. We've tried to step back and take our Wednesday mentality of like we've got a bit of stick for in the past as a club for always thinking that we're at that that level that we we have fallen past in recent mm-hmm. times and we try to be a little bit more realistic with it but also keep us grounded in the fact that we've got a bloody good team there and it will come good in certain situations which is why we're patient with Darren Moore and that is coming yeah. to fruition on the, even if we don't get promoted this season we've seen we've, we've seen got the building block a, for next season exactly after a catastrophic season last season we've come we we've we have started the if, rebuild if and the rebuild theory, is starting to cement now where we started the start of the season Transfer embargo, not allowed to spend any money, lost half the cl- team. In theory, we shouldn't be where we are in that kind of situation. 
Most teams don't do a good rebuild like that. Right, Man United just bought Ronaldo, Varane, mm. and Sancho in a window, right? And yeah. they're not doing all right. They're not doing amazingly well, are they? They bought no. arguably the best player in the world, depending on which side of the thing you fall on there. Yeah, and you look it's at... Not the... pl- it's not played like that. The game's not no. played like that. But look at the stats though. Well, 68% possession, 23 shots, 10 on target, six corners, and we had nine foul. But we took our chances really well. And that's yeah. what I liked about it. And yes, when Gregory went off, it did die a little bit, but we were still trying to see what we could get and try and get more. And the nice thing was the clean sheet. They did have a couple of chances where you're like, oh, please don't do that. We want yeah, to keep the clean was, sheet. When I, when I was looking at the, the playback, um, the save at the end mm. from from Peacock Farrell as well and the, the aggression that they got from him, even though we were battering them, it was like, yeah. it, it, it was still like screaming at the back line like, hey, I ain't conceded here when we're this because then it's just they're putting a dampener on my day, you know. It's nice to have that work keeper well because we had that with Westwood and I don't think we've seen that enough with Bailey and I think he's starting to get a bit of confidence in himself. And is it is it International March? time, end of March. I know he'll go with, uh, is it Northern Ireland he played for? Or Republic? I can't remember. Northern, isn't it? Northern, Back Northern. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is Friday the 18th of March. I don't know. I don't know if that's everybody though. Because if that end, is the end, case, it looks is... like, It looks like, yeah, end of March it looks like. So if that's the case, that Cheltenham area Wimbledon kind of thing games yeah which the other thing is 11 goals at home in march already yeah yeah we've been doing well you also read the statistics which is usually the bit i do (laughs) after that i was like this is this it's ready and then you start reading about i was like hey my (laughs) bit (laughs) right i'm excited uh, i saw six goals (laughs) yeah but anyway a great day for wednesday the pain of not being there for a six nil but we must make the bag, especially now you have to remortgage your house to fill up your car. Yep. Um, who was the last hat trick at Hillsborough? Atty knew you. Who was the last hat trick before Berahino? Atty knew you. No, it wasn't. Jordan Rhodes. Was it? Yes. Forest. City ground. Was Atty knew hat trick away? No. So is is the hat the last hat trick at home against Norwich end of the season when we had Josh Lukai, and then Gary Monk when we went to Forest and we were doing on that bit and we got to Christmas and we were third Jordan Rose hat trick. Yeah, yeah, that was the day I was hanging out my ass. I remember <laughs> I, did, I didn't go. I slept through and it was half time. <laughs> I looked and there'd be the Jordan. Yeah, I remember now. That is a long, Pain. long time to not have a hat trick. Pain. Pain. I don't drink like I did then. Um, Maybe it's for the better. It definitely is. It definitely is, mate. Right. League One review. So we'll look at the midweek matches. Wednesday didn't play in midweek. All the results pretty much went against us, unfortunately, which yep. is why we found ourselves slipping out of the playoffs even with a 6-0 at the weekend. Sunderland beat Fleetwood 1-0. Fleetwood got a red card in that. Ipswich beat Lincoln 2-0. And Plymouth beat Wimbledon 2-0. So results entirely not going our way in midweek. Yep. Saturday was, oh, no, there was another one as well. There was uh, Crew Portsmouth. Crew versus Portsmouth, 3-1 yeah. Portsmouth. 3-1 Portsmouth, yeah. So, the Saturday fixtures, 
Accrington Stanley, who we go up against next, beat Charlton 2-1, even getting a red card in the process there, so they've got someone suspended for the next match. Sunderland beat... Yep. So Sunderland uh, beat Crewe 2-0, which is, uh, again, not ideal for us. Burton beat Fleetwood 3-2, MK Dons, and Wigan Athletic drew one all. Not a bad result that for us, actually, if you look at the playoffs Mm. picture. Ipswich Town and Portsmouth drew 0-0. Not bad again. Gillingham beat Doncaster 1-0. Oxford beat Shrewsbury 2-1, which is uh, not ideal again. Yeah. So we would need Oxford to slip a little bit. Wickham drew with Rotherham. Not a bad result again, a point apiece that way. I mean, to be honest, Rotherham is so high up, it could we could have done with Rotherham beating Wickham, really. Yeah. Because we're not going to catch Rotherham anyway. Um, they are Cheltenham. on a little bit of a slip, Rotherham, now, though, because they got that loss against MK and now they've got that draw. It's like they got manager of the month and player of the month, even though Darren Moore and Barry Bynum was up for it. Yeah, well, I don't mind us not getting those awards if uh, we crack on, you know. Yep. So Cheltenham beat Morecambe 3-1. We obviously beat Cambridge 6-0. Love saying that. Um, Plymouth beat Bolton 1-0. That was unfortunate. Kicker. Unfortunate. Lincoln City beat Wimbledon 2-0. A lot of red cards this weekend. Lincoln mm. got a red card there. The interesting one with the, for me was the Burton Fleetwood because Fleetwood were two 0 up. I didn't know that they were two 0 up a lot. I didn't know much too too much about this weekend. I am I am less factual than I usually am because obviously I will we're say something. Earlier. I just realised I haven't put a league table in. It's all right. Wednesday seventh, <laughs> but it's uh, getting quite tight, and we will talk about all of that on the next podcast. Yep. Right into the news. Sheffield Wednesday have got a trialist in at the minute. We have taken this from the star. We are interested currently in Jack MacGyver. So take it star the star have basically said they were talking about Dunkley a bit, and they were talking about a behind the closed doors match and then talking about Dunkley playing and quote as yet, an unknown forward is believed to have played in the match, as did 18-year-old Aberdeen playmaker Jack MacGyver, who is available to sign on a free transfer in the summer after Jim Goodwin's Dons decided against offer him a new deal. End quote. So, Wednesday are in for this young lad who doesn't even have a FIFA card, so that's just disrespectful for what we... Uh, <laughs> What we do on this one. Do you know much about this lad, Jake? I don't. I can't I've been, say I've been I know a hell of a lot. To, I've been trying to speak to somebody I know who's an Aberdeen uh, fan, and he said he's good. He's a good player, but he's I, he was. They said if he didn't sign his new deal, they knew he was going to be going. And he's if he gets the opportunity, he'll shine at a club. Yeah, it's and interesting because it, it says. Um, it says he's got an upcoming transfer. Oh no, he's he's come back off loan. Okay, so he's been at Huntley FC and he's gone back to the Aberdeen FC reserves. Mm. So that means yeah, he'll be he'll be a trial in there and there's not really much information on him. He's 18. He born in 2003. <laughs> so not got a not got a FIFA card. I think it's one um, of those things the kind of play you look at and we did it a lot this year where we picked up players from like Southampton academy who were out and they're now thriving. I think if you look at what we're doing with the youth setup, this makes sense because we are looking at players like this who can come in and change it. And as you've shown, if you play well and you step up like Brennan has and stuff, you will get in this team. And Darren Moore's not afraid of giving youngsters a try if he thinks they're ready and good enough. 
Yeah, he, he, that's that's very true. Attacking midfield as well, it's nice to have an, a, a young. If we're bringing in younger players, there, he'll probably just go straight in the academy. He'll, he'll go straight into the academy to, because I'm pretty but, sure Alex Hunt will make a big claim. Try and make a big claim next season. We got him, through, we yeah. got we got him coming back. He just signed a new year, one year deal, and I don't think that was a case of those getting in signing you one day just in case or you know, someone comes in for him in the summer. I think they want to see what he can do because we're giving him a bell at Grimby. Now we've got a bell at Oldham, and I'm hoping we come back and we see a player who's ready to go for that thirteen thing and get in because we've seen glimpse of him where he's very good. And he got the technical ability. I think for him, he just needs to get a little bit more bulk up a little bit and not get knocked off the ball. But playing in the conference and now League Two, he'll be learning that how he got to position himself a little bit better not to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, it's a position that you want to develop players in, especially when we play with three in midfield with an attacking central yeah. midfielder. So not too much to say on that one, but it would be good to see us bringing you through the ranks. And uh, I, I honestly, I don't want to act like we're more informed than we are on this one. No. We might have a bit more information on a player we're linked with slightly later on. I've also just realised that um, I'm shooting this in 60 FPS because of the Wednesday career mode. So when we put our frame rates together, that's going to be... Oh, that could be fun. <laughs> fun. Oh yeah, talking of the FIFA career mode, it back, get your likes up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> People going, drop the like total. I'm like, no, just like it. It's one button. It, it doesn't It doesn't cock you anything. It helps you get the thing. And it goes, oh, here's your next episode. Also, Vardy Regen, have a look for him. Yeah, no, I, I know. You're irate. Don't jump the queue. I saw you comment. <laughs> just because you've been talking Wednesday co-host doesn't mean you can jump the queue of comments. Everybody's got fair chance, fair game in those videos, sir. I, 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 rarely, I rarely comment on your people because I'm like, I nick some of your ideas and use it in my own squad. <laughs> yeah. Everybody suddenly put Patterson at centre-back. Um, I didn't. I sold him. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I sold him to Hearts. Bad idea. Bad idea. So Jordan Story has been talking about potentially staying with Sheffield Wednesday. So this is from Lanks Live. Story said, and quote, you never say never in football. I've still got a few years left at Preston. Football is a mad sport. There is no reason why it couldn't happen. I'll just take every game as it comes and see how it comes at the end of the season. We'll see what happens in the summer. If it happens, it happens. From the very first moment I stepped into the building, the staff, the players were really welcoming to me. That always helps when you move somewhere new. I've enjoyed my time here and it helps when we pick up good performances along the way. I've only got good things to say about the club. End quote. I would be, lo- I'd love I'd to see it. Jordan. Yeah. Because the, the thing, thing is, is people, go on. I going to say the same thing. Go on, you're you, No, go on. No, I'd be interested. The to, thing we is, might have different takes on it. We got the situation. I think there was, this was a situation we needed a centre back and we, we knew we could get him. And I think this was the case is let's see what he can do in this period from January till the end of end of the season. And then if he fits in well, we can spend money next season and just put a bid in yep. and go, right, here you go. We want him for this amount of much. And I don't even think it all matter if we're still in leave one next season, because I think we can use that as a building block. We can go, this is what we're building. We're building defense. And then we know what we need next season. We need forwards. We need more consistent attacking thing. 
you look at what the likes of Wigan and Rotherham do, they score a lot of goals. The one thing we haven't done this season is score enough. When we are defensively solid, we are very good at the back and we've got that midfield that ticks and just keep going for. So I think it makes sense as us going, right, we need a player, but maybe the one that Darren Moore said, if he does well, could I have some money for him in the summer? And Chancery so- is, it, is in the country at the minute. Yeah, he is. Um, what's been said is I've seen a lot of fans talking about what is championship standard. We won't be able to sign a championship standard player. For one, we could be in the championship next season. And two, I'm not necessarily sure that Preston back him as championship standard. If they've played him that much and still send him out on loan, they've got better options. So there is a, there is a, there is a chance that Wednesday could sign him, especially if he really beds in here. He's 24. And... We, we want a younger centre-back to bring in with the experience. We've got our experienced centre-backs. There's, there's a chance that Iorfa doesn't stay with us still because we don't know where he's going to sit when he comes back in with us. He might want a fresh start somewhere. Well, he's on a big it, contract. He's on a long he contract. On a he contract. only just signed a new one, so it'll be yeah. interesting. But Iorfa and Story in the, in the centre-back positions going forward, that wouldn't be too bad, would it? Mm. it if we're it basically playing a back four, that. And then if you want to is. give Hutch that like one-year contract, let's see what he can do and come off the bench. Because I think yeah. Hutch is a good player to have in. And I, I, I believe, or I know, I can't remember. He has. Yes, he has done the coaching stuff. He was a coach at Chelsea. He's already done his coaching stuff. So it would be interesting to say, if they turn around to Hutch and say, look, why don't you come and be a coach as well and keep in that kind of dressing room thing and morale? Because I think Hutch is a big character and get players up for games like Barry Barron and Dudden Patterson. I think that having them as someone as a coach could be ideal. And you've got Dunkley as well, though. Don't overlook like the fact that we've got that, but it's a case of, you've got to keep them all happy as well. But I still think you've got, I I offer though, right? I offer can actually sit in front of the back three as well, uh, back two as well. So Mm. he could sit in that sort of like anchor position. He's done that before and come out through the defense or sit in a back three in the middle of it and come out. So having depth there with injuries, four centre-backs for me, four solid centre-backs, Hutch the injury-prone one, Story, Iorfa, Dunkley. Yeah. That's the, that's the basis you, you really want to go with. You want to have four and you can rotate Brennan. in and out. And then, yeah, bring through Brennan who, who can do, yeah, pretty much. And that would, be, that would be an ideal situation. Yeah. So I would be open to it. We'll talk more about that at the end of the season when the, the rumours fly around whether he actually will stick around or not. Um, moving on. So the star were doing a little bit about Darren, uh, Darren Moore's interview saying he'd taken influence from Gary Megson and things like that. We were going to make that into a topic. It's not really it's not really a topic for our podcast, but there's yeah. some interesting stuff in there if you if you want to see like him talking about his influence under Gary Megson um, with the Wednesday link there. But, we, we don't really need to talk about it. It's that interesting one. that he just still keeps in touch and just go to him to act stuff. And I think Megson probably likes coming back in to, in to see things and just talk and have a chat because he's a Wednesday act. Yeah, he is. The one thing I always got about Megson is he's been gardening leave, gardening leave for ages. Right? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, so our club are still back. He, he's a proper Wednesday act, you know, do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I was like, financial troubles and we were still gardening leaving him. I don't know if that's the club's own decisions for sacking him and there's all that yeah. there. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's move on from that one though. Good to see that he's still got an influence within the club and Darren Moore's obviously got a 
relationship with him because he's because of the ties from West Brom and that. Yeah. Right. Sheffield Wednesday are linked with Bradford City's. Is it Paddy O'Connor? I think it's Paddy. Yeah, even though it's spelt with a U. A U. Okay, yeah, but I I don't even want to go down pronunciation street today. Yeah. Uh, this is from the seventy two. And the article is from the star in the seventy two. Right, okay then. We should have just gone straight to the star source then, mate. <laughs> when yeah. you put these in, you know this. Um, well, yeah, that's fine. So, uh, yeah, we're linked with, we're linked with, we'll just say Paddy O'Connor for now because why not? He's 24. He's a centre-back. He played for Leeds. And this is a quote from the article. From the 72, so whether this is from the star directly or whatever, it's just that we'll just whatever, whatever it is. Quote This season in League Two, O'Connor has featured 35 times in in the league and scored three goals. He's been a mainstay in the side for the past two seasons, but the club have no doubt struggled in League Two this time around, with Derek Adams having been sacked earlier in the year and replaced with Mark Hughes. Bradford currently sit 15th place in the table and have lost their last five in the league now. But O'Connor could be handed a League One lifeline in the summer with the star claiming Sheffield Wednesday is weighing up a move for the Irishman in the summer when his Bradford City contract expires, end quote. So we've just been talking about centre-backs earlier in the podcast and we're linked with the centre-back here. We do know a little bit more about this player than the the player we were talking about earlier in uh, MacIver or whatever it is. Not MacIver? MacIver. MacIver. Yeah. MacIver. Yeah. Yeah, I've already forgot. Jesus Christ, Jake! Jake just belched on camera, and I'm not having that in a podcast. No. Dude. Dude. 35 Dude. And this is probably going to be a breakout as well, just so all you, you, you casual viewers of the channel know what I have to put up with on this channel. Right. I haven't done it in a while. No. But you could just not do it into your microphone, couldn't you? Or mute yeah. it. Right. O'Connor, 60 th- I'm going to go through the FIFA card first cuz why not? 63 okay. rated. He has got 63 rated is a bronze. So that's fantastic for us. 51 pace, Jesus. 21 shooting, 39 passing, 46 dribbling, 62 defending and 77 physical. I love talking about the FIFA cards when they exist. Not the best, but 24 you could probably you you couldn't really use and we've got better center backs on FIFA. But uh in terms of real life, what do you think about this one, Jake? I if you're thinking about it in terms of this, it makes you wonder, would this be someone who may replace Hutch? With Hutch, age-wise, he's starting to get that point. You don't know how many more games he's got left. So maybe well, bringing in someone in younger. Yeah, but you also say that, like, potentially we don't sign Story if we're bringing this guy in on a free. Because mm, the same age as Story. So we were talking earlier about keeping Story. It is interesting maybe how... Chancery said that even though we can spend money in the summer, we can still look for, we're still maybe looking at free because we've done quite well with it. And I think he trusts Darren Moore and the recruitment team with what they can find, especially this season. I think it's shown him that if there is a player we need to find money for, we can do, but he knows that there are players out there that can come in to this team and not cost the world and be able to just fit in and I think Chancery is starting to learn that kind of we don't have to spend megabook to make it work. And in one sense, us having the transfer embargo this season actually helped him see what we can do 
and see what the colored teams that for years don't spend much money, but they find free agents out of nowhere or Reading were a classic example. They just used to go to Ireland every season and every season you'd have random Irish player at Reading that they picked out of the Irish league and he'd go on to be a belt of a player. Well, if we can pick players like this and and do the the Reading line of sort of potential there, we, we need to we need to start finding some gems, really, don't also, we? Also, it's We're, still really weird hearing Mark Hughes Bradford City. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Well, uh we, we we've had Bradford links recently anyway, especially with some of the stuff we heard that never came to fruition. Mm, but yes. uh, but this would be an interesting player to see to see actually happen if it, if it does happen we need we need center backs that are here on permanence this will very much for me rely on the story situation i can't say i've seen too much of this lad but he's a good age and if yeah. he's and if he's been ever present in this, in the league below where we currently are the war, the worrying thing you got to say is like obviously bradford learning in goals if they're not that they're they're underperforming this season how much is that on him but i would be interested to know what other wednesday i think of what yeah. Bradford City fans think of him. Is he a sort of player that's got, got potential there? 24 and a centre-back, though, is, is a good age to bring through with the experience. As we said earlier, the experience we've got in the clubs with the likes of Dunkley, with the likes yeah. of Hutch. Hutch can show him how to get more red cards, you know, things like that. We can, we <laughs> can, fair, we can really develop fair. these players. Hutch has actually, since he come back, have been very disciplined. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, it, uh, it's fun it, one to say, only, isn't it? Yeah. The, the thing is, it's been so nice not being able to play uh, Hutch Bingo. He's yeah. better, he better at the back. He's he's a better centre back than he is in midfield. And we know we. I not... don't know. He used to be very very good in midfield, but I think I think at this stage, in terms of discipline, yeah, because he's not he's not in that link up position, right? So he's got more time to plan it out at centre back rather than just ending up going late on somebody then, when he's yeah. running past, yeah. So that's probably why... The I will say something. The summer's going to be fun, though, with the rumour mill and stuff. And we're going to have an episode which is going to be What's the Story with Dory? Oh, that's picked up a little bit on Twitter as well. On oh. Twitter, yes. People are trying to claim that as their own now. So I can't wait for that to be an actual chant and somebody else say they came up with it when it, nobody had ever mentioned that one. And then I said, it. I can't wait for that to be stolen. As, but I did say it needs to get going. We need to yeah. get that one going. It would be a good one. So I'd be happy with that. And you guys would know that where it came from at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, let's see what happens with with O'Connor. We need centre-backs here that want to build with the project that we're currently rebuilding. Could he be the one? We will see. Let us know what you think in the comments. Um, <laughs> the star of being out with all the articles this week we've got an update on top so this is this is this is for steve because they've been asking a couple of times in the comments and so what's happened with the cat so i thought i'd find yeah, the actual thing we'd actually talk about that i'm not talking about the cat too much no. come on but he's back home okay yeah. he's back home he's been he's been all the all the vet situation been fixed and he's back home and hopefully he I can t I can see some of the club some of the club fans have been going. He to come back for do be a mascot. He's like no, he doesn't. We we said this though as well. We 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 talked about the cat. Why do people keep wanting us to talk about the cat, Jay? We spoke about the cat. I don't know. It was Man. just a very good feel good story in a really bad week. 
regarding cats. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a lot to cheer about, the, apart from the football, actually, which is nice. But yeah, in the world, yeah, it's actually quite there. nice to cheer. Right, let's uh, look forward to the next couple of games before we go into our community section. Next match is Accrington-Stanley. Accrington-Stanley are currently on 49 points, 12th in League One. Their record is 14-7-15. Their home record is 11-4-4, 37 points. Their away record is poor, though. 3-3-11. 11 losses. Hopefully, that's uh, for Wednesday's perspective, that's 12 losses come Tuesday night on the road. And the pitch is looking a lot better now. And it seemed like the pigeons were loving it, the bird seed, weren't they? Yeah, but it seems like they're uh, actually putting seed, on the. Ro- <laughs> Just realize what you said. <laughs> yeah, not bird seed, um, the grass seed. Gone. But they they've been using the heat lamps on the pitch at last, and somebody said that's not been on for ages. So, and it looks like it's growing back. So let's see what happens. And yeah, one of the things with the whole groundman situation, like I did see on Twitter, people going, "Oh, he's the young lad." Donnie's is only like 25 and he's up for an award for their pit. So it can happen. Yeah, it can. It can. Oh, is that what people were saying? Mm, yeah. People were looking at his age and looking at where he's come from and stuff and go, oh, he's a young kid. You want a groundsman to have like 30 years experience and stuff. And it's like Donnie's is 25 and he's up for a award for like how he kept the grass and how he looked after it. I, I'm all for this whole experience model, but sometimes you do have to go, look, people get older. You've got to see what's coming through. And we did have a period where we'd lost our head ground. And I think we've been looking for a new one. Let's just see what you can do. Is I think where we're, sorry, we're talking about a ground like a player. We'll see what happens in the summer when he had to redo all the pictures and see how it beds in. God, that sounded weird. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, let's should we talk about Hackard Stanley. Oh, Vidane Oliver's got eight goals for him. We need to watch out for him by the looks of it. Let's just see. Let's just see how he, he fares up when yeah. he comes to Hillsborough this weekend. And not weekend, midweek. Gillingham on Saturday. Their record is they've got 30. This should be a win, but you know Sheffield Wednesday, don't you? They're 22nd in League One. Their record is is 6 12 18. They've got 30 points. Right, the last match was a three nil loss to Bolton. Their record at home is That's four right. five ten. They beat they beat, Gilling, they beat Donny. Okay, so this might be a three points out then. Okay, yeah. you say that's not right. You've brought this that you brought this information in. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure they beat Donny. You were responsible for the stats this week, um, which is why I probably don't believe anything you've listened to in this podcast. Uh, no, that's mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, beat, before, they beat Donny at the weekend. Before before this week, anyway, before the weekend, it was 4-5-10. Their home yeah. record, 17 points. Their away record was 2-7-8. They've won six matches this season. Neil Harris is the manager there now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's interesting because you look at that table at the bottom at the minute and it's Fleetwood are not having a good period. Gillingham, for me, are the one that could possibly get out of it. Yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't start at the weekend. Nope. Keeping out nope. of Colby Bishop and Ethan Hamilton, eight and six, and Harry Pell's got six as well for them. Sean uh, McConville can assist. He's got 13 assists, so we need to, we need to have some... We 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 need need to. I wouldn't say Pell and Bishop. They've got five and four. There's quite a difference between thirteen, five, and four. Watch out for McConville. Get somebody pressing him. Make sure you keep an eye on him because he's probably again. 
if he can whip a ball in all, get the set pieces, that sort of thing, we need to. I don't know if he's on set pieces, but 13 assists would imagine that they get some goals from set pieces, you know. So just keep an eye out. It'll be good to see how we do with it because either the games had all a bit like that when they happened, that we were a bit on edge when we come against teams like this. He's assisted nearly half of their goals. They've scored, they've scored 28 goals this season and he's assisted 13 of them. That's nearly half. Hell. Oh. Right. Uh, our Discord, not too many in our Discord this week. Oh, we had an email. I will check that in a second Ooh. when we're talking about this. Maple Leaf wrote in and said, potentially a silly topic, but I don't think this is a silly topic. He says, who is your favourite football player that has never played for Wednesday? filling the air with my voice I, so you don't think your podcast just died. I'd go with, like, Thierry Henry. Okay. I always loved watching him play. He, he could do something different, and he he was a striker, but he also played as, like, an attacking midfielder, so he was always to, able to bring people in. And there was something about watching him play, which was just, he had that kind of arrogant, but not, if you know what I mean. And I like that in a football sometimes. No, fair enough. Um, I. Oof, it is the tough one, isn't it? It, it is difficult because it all depends on when you grow up and what you, what kind of football yeah. is for you. Like, I didn't watch a lot of the Prem. I didn't grow up with Sky. Yeah. So, I didn't. Match of the day. And when we and when we did get Sky, it wasn't Sky Sports. No. So, it was sort of like I wasn't one of those Prem kids. Mm. Wednesday was kind of my my you know it was my that football <laughs> yeah so I just I didn't watch a lot of the prem so a lot of the stuff was it was Wednesday and it was England yeah so it probably would be the likes of I really liked watching Rooney because it was the chance of actually yeah you know what England doing something and that's where the excitement came in and yeah as a kid it would have probably been like Rooney yeah, but as I look back on stuff now, and you, now I can watch it. Like if I was to pick someone more modern, you, the excitement of watching, you know, Ronaldo play for me was is is just. I, to be fair, I love watching Saka play at Arsenal. I think he's mm. really quality, and he's. I really like watching Salah at the minute as well. Mm. Like Salah is just you, you know, the way he beats people. It's like it's like when Messi, you watch Messi. I don't. I, I'll be honest. Don't watch watching, Messi now. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, but <laughs> watching like when you used to watch Messi for Barca yeah. against the big teams and you kind of knew he was going to beat his man and the defender knew he was going to get beaten and he knew what he was sort of going to do, but then he still did it and still beat him. And that's what you kind of do with Salah. You know yeah. he's going to beat the man. And, he, and the man that's coming up to him knows he's going to get beaten, but you can't stop him. And just saying, Samido, if you want to let Ronaldo know that he wants to come to a game and maybe sign a little six-month contract when he's bored at Man United, not wouldn't give it a miss. <laughs> be a laugh, wouldn't it? Can you imagine the shirt sales? Um, can you imagine, okay, so can going... you imagine Ronaldo and Vardy in the same team? Like, Sheffield went and just decided to go sod it. <laughs> I still think Vardy should sign for Wednesday. I still yeah. think that should be sort of like a last sort of like... Well, did hurrah. you see that... Uh, I think it Bradley Wright Phillips has retired and he signed a one-day contract with Red Bull so he could retire with him. I didn't know that, no. I didn't. Um, 
This email's from Phil Stark. He says, hello, Dex and Jake. Cheers for all the great content. I'm too, I'm too old to use desk Discord, <laughs> but I have a question for you that you could maybe feature. In my office, I sit with a gent that is a massive Rotherham fan, season ticket holder, and has supported them for longer than I have been alive. I, on the other hand, have been a Wednesday fan since I was born 30 years ago. His opinion is that if for whatever reason Rotherham were to drop out of the automatics, he thinks if we were to face Rotherham on the fin- in the final of the playoffs, Wednesday would slaughter Rotherham. He believes this so much that he is specifically booked to be out of the country on the weekend of the playoff final. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> like you and I, he doesn't see the rivalry between the two clubs. Apparently Rotherham hate on us, we hate United, and United hate Rotherham. I don't know if I agree with that one, Phil, because United and Rotherham seem to have a little bit of a loving. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure on the result of a Wembley final. I still think Rotherham would win. What do you think? Who else do you think we would or wouldn't beat of the other teams in the current top 10? Keep up the good work and cheers for all the info, news, etc. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? Thank you for the writing, Phil. That's a writing. I appreciate yeah. these sort of writings. Um, I don't know why that Rotherham fan's so worried that they will beat us. I no, I reckon if we play Rotherham now, we'd beat them because mm. we'd we'd have a bit in the teeth after last time. Yeah, that's you know, true. and and if you think about it, we played better than Rotherham. They were just more clinical. We found the net now. Yeah, and Gregory's back, so I'd be a lot more confident going against Rotherham. I wouldn't want uh, to play Plymouth. So let's talk the top ten then. I'm just making sure that's not the first like spring wasp that's come in my office, and it is Uh-oh. actually a lawnmower. It is a lawnmower. Cool. Um, so the top 10, Rotherham, Wigan, MK Dons, Oxford, Sunderland, Plymouth, Wednesday, obviously, Wickham, Ipswich, and Portsmouth. Who are you most afraid of out of that top 10 coming up against the playoffs? MK Dons. MK Dons or Oxford. Theo, yeah, because it'd be written on for Theo to score against yep. us with the MK Dons, wouldn't it? And it would probably um, be written on for Winnells to go as well. I wouldn't want Plymouth. Oh, I've had enough of playing on this ban- year. Yeah, I wouldn't want Plymouth in the final. They've been a bit of a banana skin for us. Um, I want mine Portsmouth, but we'll see what happens. Got them last game of the season, haven't we? None of them are really that fun. Mm. Oxford are just... I don't know, because Oxford... Oxford, we can beat, but they do tend to stick all the men, get a goal and stick all yeah. the men behind the ball. So we'd have to attack them quick and and and. I think get we some could. Goals. I think we could definitely do Sunderland over again. Yeah, because Sunderland would attack us. Mm, That's yeah, the difference. Where teams attack us, don't usually end well for them. It's usually it, the reason, when we struggle is when they just come and park the bus. Yeah. Um. I'd be confident of a Sunderland Wednesday playoff final. I'd, I'd go into that thinking this could be a proper final. And that would be a proper atmosphere because both sets of fans would take a massive amount. Yeah. There's, yeah. And that's no disrespect to the other teams. It's just that's the size that'd of the That'd be clubs. a hell of a final. That'd be, that'd be tasty as a final, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? And then that's when we find out Chan Series wrote, got the Netflix as Sheffield Wednesday Till I Die documentary sorted. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> oh god, can you imagine I the absolutely... cameras behind our scenes? <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching Arsenal. Uh, and the groundsman has forgot to turn the heat lamps on, but we're not telling the public. 
No, we it don't think that's like, what's happened, by the way. We just think it just said like a thick of it episode. Chan Siri forgot to fill the meter. Uh, it could I'm be. Never going to get plays on her again. <laughs> no, I don't think. I I think if players want to come here, they can come on here. Yeah. We're not like we're not like one of them podcasts who who lies to get players on or does that or something. We're very, you know, genuine with it. Yep. Okay, and uh, I will end with the random to- topic I didn't start with that Soph put in the document last minute. Um, completely off topic from football, so you can switch off now if if it doesn't take your fancy. But um, she says, Black Cat or MJ? So we're talking Marvel again here. And I don't know what she means in this context. Does she mean what's the better character? Does she mean what? which one do we find more pleasing to the eyes in terms? Or is this going rogue now? Is she putting me in a spot here? Is she testing you? Well, she knows it's Black Cat. Yes, ditto. She knows it's Black Cat. So for me, yeah, it's, that, it, that it's Black Cat. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the answer to the question. I've probably just fallen for the bait there. Um, yeah, you know, that's it. You're going to walk out of the office and she's going to be like, really? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, Nah, it's just black cat hands down, isn't it? Let us know what you think of that in the comments. But uh, that's all I've got for this week's Talking Wednesday. Under an hour, but it doesn't feel like it's been under an hour. It doesn't feel like it's been under an hour. It feels like it's a lot longer. Yeah. I'm just getting tired of talking to you, clearly. It just drags, clearly. Uh, It's the end of of season kind of thing. We're getting close to the end of the season. No, it's we'll, probably we'll, we'll go and do just... preseason. It's a bit where I come back and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I sent you off to, on loan to another podcast for the season." Nah, nobody else could pull with you, mate. Yeah, I'm <sighs> <laughs> I've been horrible to you today. <laughs> I've been horrible to you today. But no, um, it's been it's been it's been good to talk. Yep. As we said, we're not going to drag these out if there's not stuff to talk about. We're not going to drag them out. Some, we'll probably some, will do. Sometimes some... it's a slow new week, and it was quite slow this week. But I found some decent little stories. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, well done on the document this week, Jake. You did. T- Apart you did, from uh, missing all the facts and figures and stats, and yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, we put it, we put, we put it together. I edited it, mate. I could have checked it, but I just trusted you. So, I trusted you, and you did this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop being an arse now. I hope you're all well. I hope you, I hope you all have a have a lovely week. You got anything to add? Uh, just enjoy yourself, stay safe, and it looks like the sunshine started to come out. So, bring it upon us. Yes, it will be. Uh, I, I enjoy this time of year. I like I like the sunshine. I enjoy it. I always like the sunshine, but I hate the insects. So mm, yes, that's the thing. It's quite wait, wait, wait until you've got a child. My child doesn't like flies or anything that flies. So this time of year is interesting because she screams and like she's petrified of flies. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about them. They don't hurt you. And she, yeah, and her response is, yeah, but they're annoying. Mm. And I said, she's "Well, that's wrong. life. You'll find people that are annoying." She's, and then you'll start a podcast. She's like, she, she's like four, Jake. <laughs> you don't need to hit her with the with she's, the life. She's four, facts. going on eighteen. Fair enough. But yeah, that's been it for this episode of Talking Wednesday. We will uh, see you in the next one. See you later. See ya. <laughs>